Welcome back to Teach Outdoors. I'm your host, Lauren McLean, and we have a great episode for you today. We'll be diving into the significance of biodiversity and how it relates to the diversity of our communities. Before we begin, I want to share about Nature's Path, A Year of Monthly Sparks. This is a professional development series that many schools in British Columbia, Canada, as well as other provinces, have begun participating in. In essence, you receive a five to seven minute video presentation, which goes through the monthly themes that I use for our outdoor classroom. We suggest different books, as well as a nature walk activity, a sit spot prompt, what to ask during your circle reflections, as well as a few different activities that are all related to our curricular content areas. We also go into some specific nature knowledge. We discuss a local bird, as well as a tree or plant. We talk about how to identify it, as well as how to incorporate this knowledge into your explorations with your students. You receive worksheets that you can download every month, which help educators feel more confident to take their learners outside with intentionality. If you would like more information, please visit teachoutdoors.ca and you can find it under the workshops tab. You can also email me, lauren at teachoutdoors.ca to get more information. Welcome to Teach Outdoors the podcast that brings you inspiration and ideas for taking your teaching outside. Together, we'll explore the benefits of learning outside the classroom, share tips and tricks for successful outdoor teaching, and hear from educators who are making a difference in the lives of their students through outdoor experiences. Join us as we dive into the world of teaching outdoors and discover new ways to engage and inspire the next generation. I'm Lauren McLean, mother of two young ones, author of Me and My Sit Spot, teacher, and outdoor classroom enthusiast. I'm grateful to be living, learning, playing, and raising my family on the traditional and unceded lands, waters, and skies of the Quiquitlam First Peoples. Every day, we embark on nature walks, eager to discover and learn about the native plant species in our area, as well as the non-native and invasive species that have made their way into our community. First, I want to talk about what front-loading happened inside the classroom before we went outdoors to explore this topic. In BC, we have a wonderful website called the Invasive Species Council of BC. I'll make sure to put the link in the podcast notes. It has an extensive list with great photos, which makes it very engaging and educational even for our youngest learners. Together, we read this list and made connections and a list of wonder questions. We talked about what hazards we need to be aware of, which plants we can't touch, and discussed what the word poison means. It does not mean that if we touch it, we are going to die. Now, when the plant is labeled as poisonous, it means that the plant contains substances that can be harmful or toxic to living organisms, which includes us as humans, as well as other animals but the toxicity can vary depending on the type of plant and how much of the plant is exposed or ingested. It can range from giving you digestive issues like nausea or vomiting, skin irritations like rashes or blisters, respiratory issues like coughing or wheezing, allergic reactions like hives or anaphylaxis. There are neurological effects like dizziness, paralysis or seizures, 
cardiovascular issues, increasing or decreasing your heart rate. Now, this is not an exhaustive list, and I do want to stress that I am not a medical professional, but I do practice extreme caution when it comes to plants and fungi that can cause any of these issues. So please take the time to do your research before engaging in any of these activities. For instance, where I am located in BC, we do have many varieties of poison mushrooms. So to be on the safe side, we have a no touch mushroom rule. Most of the mushrooms and fungi that are in our schools are completely safe. But again, I'd rather err on the side of caution. Now back to the fun stuff. As I said, we have looked up an invasive species website to do some research, and now it's time to head outside. As we stroll along our semi-paved trails, we encounter an array of vibrant native plant species that have called this area home for centuries. We take a moment to observe their unique characteristics and appreciate the diversity they bring to the ecosystem. One great quote-unquote side effect of teaching our students about biodiversity is that it allows them to connect with nature on a deeper level and it fosters a sense of respect and responsibility towards its preservation. Now one student happened to say, hey Miss McLean, check out this plant. Its leaves are so different from anything I've seen before. And I respond, that's a great find. It's so fascinating how native plants have adapted to the local environment over time. Now let's go compare it to non-native species that is growing just up ahead. Before we did leave, we did look up that plant in a pocket field guide and we discovered that it's called a Douglas Aster. It has beautiful purple flowers. Now a little more background information. Non-native species are plants that have been introduced to an area by humans, often for decorative or agricultural purposes. Now, they might look beautiful. Uh, they can even sometimes outcompete, not sometimes, they often outcompete native plants and disrupt the delicate balance of the ecosystem. By understanding the differences between native and non-native species, we can make more informed decisions about conservation and landscape management. Now, as we went up ahead on the trail, the different another student happened to say, oh look, there's an invasive species growing along the edge of the trail here. It's getting closer to where the native plants are growing. So again, I respond by saying, you're absolutely right. Invasive species are those that are not native to an area and they tend to spread aggressively, often causing harm to our local environment. Identifying and managing invasive species is crucial if we want to maintain our biodiversity. So again, we look at this plant in our pocket field guide and we discover that it's called common St. John's wart. The student asks, how can we help protect our area where the invasive species are taking over? So we all respond by saying that really was a great question. There are several ways we can make a difference. First, by spreading awareness about invasive species. We can educate others about the importance of preventing their introduction and spread. So right now our class is making little community posters to put everywhere. 
Also, we can participate in local restoration projects such as removing and controlling invasive species and engaging in regular cleanup activities to help protect our natural spaces. So for instance, in the springtime, we can look forward to doing a, an English ivy removal project. Now, a side note, I do love following the Sea to Sky Invasive Species Council on Instagram. And again, I'll include their link in the podcast notes. Now, it was time for an activity related to learning about biodiversity and the balance between native and non-native species. We had brought with us some old picture frames, just the cardboard, cardboard part, not the, uh, the glass, obviously. I asked the learners to use the frames to walk around and use the frames to take mental snapshots of the land. When they look through the frames, can they only see native plant species? Or do they only see non-native species, invasive species? Or is it a nice balance of both? This activity really helped put into perspective the idea of balance. When we met in circle, we talked about how exploring the impact of biodiversity in our communities helped us cultivate a deeper understanding of our social studies curricula. We asked, what if our community only had high-rise apartments? How would that change our roads and traffic? What if we lived in an area with no playgrounds? How would that change how the community played or engaged in community events in those areas? These were incredibly deep and rich conversations we had during Circle. We were appreciating, without judgment, the diverse cultures, beliefs, and traditions that make up our society, much like the diverse plant species that contribute to a thriving ecosystem. Now, my final note of semi-inspiration, <laughs> by embracing the beauty of nature and understanding this fragile balance of ecosystems, we empower our students to become stewards of the environment and advocates for a sustainable future. Well, thank you everyone for listening to our outdoor learning adventures. Don't forget to check out teachoutdoors.ca website to learn more about the new Nature Classroom podcast series. It's a paid podcast series with six episodes ranging from how to set up your nature routines, expectations, math connections, and social emotional learning development. Each episode has many downloadable resources for you to print and use outdoors with your learners. I'm so happy to see how many people have registered and providing wonderful feedback so far. Keep exploring, stay curious, and tune in for more adventures. As always, I'll end with a song by Brandon Grant called From the Trees. I start on my path I look around Find a spot that I can call home for a while Walking slowly I feel so calm I find a spot where nature opens up her arms for me To breathe I see the stories I can learn from the trees 
the feeling, the touch of gentle breeze, knowing the land around me brings me peace, watching the world around me sets me free, I feel the sunshine kiss my skin, I hear all of the birds singing from within, I get familiar with my space, I now know how every part fits in every place for me to breathe, I see the stories I can learn from the trees The feeling, the touch of gentle breeze Knowing the land around me brings me peace Watching the world around me sets me I go to visit in morning, in sunshine and the rain to see what's different and notice the things that stay the same I get to know my teacher the spot that gives me health to get to know the land is to get to know yourself to breathe I see the stories I can learn from the trees, the feeling, the touch of gentle breeze, knowing the land around me brings me peace, watching the world around me sets me free.